How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 33 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we're doing mailbag questions. So uh, hopefully you guys got yours in, and I'm going to go through all of them. So there's that. Uh, we're going to keep doing mailbags while we wait for the season to start, uh, because we need to fill content and whatnot. Um, there's also a Twitter poll on our Twitter page. Uh, it is a pinned tweet, so go to Locked On A's on Twitter, and it, it's basically just a what kind of stuff are you looking for from Locked On A's here over the next uh, couple of months while we wait for opening day. Uh, there's minor league players. Uh, you could do uh, A's history lessons, other uh, there, you know, statistical deep dives, there's stuff. So, uh, let me know what you want and I will try and provide it for you. Uh, because I'm going to try and, you know, fill some time too. I am going to be missing baseball. Uh, I will probably be playing baseball video games to fill that void, but, uh, I also have this and you guys. So that's how I'm going to get through. How can I help you also get through? Um, I want to be that 15 to 20 minutes a day to help fill that void. So how, how can I best serve you is basically what I'm asking. Um, so go do the Twitter thing and, uh, locked on A's is the Twitter handle. Uh, let me know if there's not an option that's listed that you want, just send me a series of detailed tweets and I will make it come to life. Uh, before we get to the mailbag though, uh, just quick up updates on what I'm hearing from, you know, Twitter sources. Um, one is that 162 games is still on the table um, from sources that this guy is hearing from. We'll see if, if it start if the season starts, you know, April 9th, then yeah, obviously that's very much on the table. But uh, I, I don't know that if it starts in June that we're going to be having 162 games because then the regular season wouldn't end until like December. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that all goes. Um, they, they would push back, you know, uh, the World Series up into well into November, I would imagine. Maybe play at a neutral site, which would be crazy, because uh, if the A's make the World Series, um, so a little bit about me. The the Giants have made the World Series, and I've been like, no, I don't want to go to a, a World Series game until my A's are in it, and I can go watch them play in the World Series. And I would like that to be, you know, at home. I don't want to travel to Miami to do that. So uh, that's what I've been waiting for. And if they do it this damn season and I have to go to friggin' Miami to watch the A's in the World Series, I'll do it. But I'd really rather not travel that damn far and pay that much money. But uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's that. Also, um, minor league or, you know, all of the players, uh, they were supposed to be held at camp until Sunday until they had come up with a plan. Apparently, the plan is uh, you can go to your home or to the, t the place where, you know, your team plays. Um, I didn't know if that was specifically, like, their affiliate. So, like, if uh, they were going to be on the Las Vegas Aviators, if they could go to, like, Vegas, or is it like they get to go to Oakland? Uh, I would assume that it, was, it would be where they would be playing to start the season, um, which means their roster cuts would be uh, very quick. Um, I, I know that, you know, the the second base situation wouldn't be sorted out. So they'd be like either Oakland or your house, or they can stay at the minor league or the uh, spring training facility as well. I haven't seen any A's focused reports on this yet, but um, that like the Mariners, uh, one guy wanted to go back to his house. 
uh, but everybody else wanted to stay at the spring training facility. So I assume that it's something similar to that among most teams. Um, so yeah, there's all of that. Um, so that's all the news that I got you caught up on. I'm going to do one question, take a quick break, and then we'll go and answer all the rest of the questions on the other side of the break. So uh, the first question comes to us from Eli on Twitter. Eli asks, which non-roster invitee has the best chance of sticking? Um, if we're talking about specifically making the opening day roster, um, it depends on if there's, you know, when the season starts, really. And, uh, you know, where A.J. Puck is in his injury and where... Uh, Stephen Biscotti is in his injury as well. But um, if we're talking specifically out of spring training into opening day, um, hi, uh, Jamie Schultz would be my pick of being the, the top guy uh, of the non-roster invitees. Uh, there's other guys that are, aren't on the, like the main 26-man roster but are still on the 40-man roster that have a chance as well. But he's the non-roster invitee that I would have my eye on for sure. Um, and if we're talking about later into the season, I've been very impressed with the, uh, with Buddy Reed, who has not gathered a hit in spring training, but boy, is he fast and makes stuff happen. He's kind of like Jorge Mateo, only he plays the outfield and plays it very, very well. And, uh, he seems to really enjoy being a part of the Oakland A's coming over from the, uh, the Padres and the Jerks and Profar trade. Uh, he's like, everybody seems to be more of a family here, and he feels like he fits into that family. And uh, so he seems to like what he's doing. He's going to be starting with uh, Las Vegas for sure, but uh, he, he might be a piece to keep an eye on as the roster transforms throughout the season and uh, we see you know, what the A's need going into a potential playoff run and uh, all that stuff. So... Those are the two non-roster invitees that uh, I would keep my eye on for sure. Um, not that there's anything to actually watch at this point, and there won't be until, uh, you know, opening day. Man, that was a downer. Uh, so on that note, we're going to take a quick break, uh, play some ads, and then we will get you guys with uh, the rest of these questions. We got a few more, and then, uh, then you guys can go out there and enjoy your weekends. All right, so our next question is also from Eli. He sent a few questions. So thank you, Eli. Um, he asks, how will the 26th spot uh, most likely be used? Will it be like a floating uh, roster spot that'll be used for, like per opponent or at, to rest players as needed? Um, and in my opinion, to start the season, it's going to be to protect either uh, Vimeo Machin, Jorge Mateo, or uh, Frank Limberetto. It's going to be used as an extra second base slot. Um Whoever and with the season being pushed back, you can't hide more of those guys on the roster because um, you got Puck who will be ready most likely. Uh, they probably weren't going to use his roster spot for one of these guys anyway, but he'll be ready. Uh, Stephen Piscotty might be ready, so you can't put you know uh, Tony Kemp into the outfield mix as much as you had planned. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they're going to lose two of these guys now as opposed to just one. Um, I mean, they were probably going to lose two eventually once Piscotti was ready. But the delay of the regular season means that uh, these guys won't get as much time in the major leagues as we might have been expecting, uh, for the A's at least. They'll be claimed by a team within a matter of minutes, I would assume. Um, so maybe this, you know, as I said yesterday, it might buy uh, Forrest and Bean a little bit of time to work out a deal for one of these guys 
as opposed to just subjecting them to waivers and losing them losing them for nothing. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. As the season progresses and second base becomes solidified, I think that you might see a guy like Seth Brown become an option um, as you know the 26th guy. Uh, if he's swinging the bat as well as he has been in spring training and also uh, last year at AAA. He was also a uh, fine defender in left field when he got playing time. He hit the ball well. He was a he was a solid addition to the team down the stretch. So uh, I'd like to see him get a shot. Um, maybe if there's like a lingering injury issue with like Sean Murphy in his knee or something like that, you might see them use it at, uh, at use the spot for a third catcher. Um that's probably a little bit lower on the priority list. You might just IL uh, an ailing catcher and just bring up the other guy and do it that way. So you don't have to have three catchers on the roster. Um, but I think that they'll be maxed out on bullpen guys for the most part, which is how you usually see teams play this. But uh, you can only have 13 pitchers on the roster. So I feel like it's going to be more of a bench spot role uh, in that regard. So we'll see if... You know, this is all new to everybody, so we'll see if my initial inclinations are right or not, Um, but uh, I will be adjusting my expectations as the season progresses or, you know, starts. Um, So, yeah, that's how I see that going. I think that it's going to be mostly second base, and then we might see, you know, uh, Seth Brown uh, at some point earlier in the season. And then maybe as the season progresses in like August, September, you might see more of like a Buddy Reed uh, speed type guy in that role. And our third and final question for me, Eli, uh, is what do you expect the three batter rule to do to the bullpen construction? Uh, Just in case you've been living under a rock for the last uh, few months, uh, the three batter minimum is a new rule that's going to be instituted for the 2020 baseball season where a, a new pitcher that comes in has to face at least three batters uh, or or finish an inning, and that's just how things are. Um, I think I've read something where if they don't face three batters, then they have to have a mandatory IL stint, which is crazy, um, unless they're injured, of course, um, when, in which case, you know, that's fine. Um, they'll probably be on the IL anyways. So... I don't think that it's going to have much of an impact with how the A's have constructed the roster currently. Um, obviously, this is meant to limit the uh, bullpen matchups that you know managers like Bruce Bochy would use, where they'd be like, oh, I'm going to bring in a lefty. Oh, I'm going to bring in a righty. I'm going to bring in a lefty. And you'd have like four pitching changes in one inning, and that was dragging the, the pace of the play. Um, but I think that in terms of the Oakland A's, uh, we already saw the effect of it, and that is that Ryan Buchter is no longer with the team. He was more of a left-handed specialist or a loogie, um, and he wasn't as effective against right-handed batters. So I think that the effects of it have already been made for the A's. Um, they, they've got, you know, TJ McFarland, who's a pretty decent left-handed reliever. Jake Diekman doesn't really have crazy splits against righties or lefties. He's just, you know, decent all across the board. So, uh, I think that those are who it would impact more. And then uh, you got veteran relievers like Petit and Soria. Uh, Lou Trevino has shown that he can get uh, both-handed batters out. And if he's going to struggle, it's going to take him more than three batters to, you know, get the hook for sure. And then uh, Liam Hendricks is fine. And, uh, yeah, that's most of the bullpen right there. 
So I don't think that'll have a huge impact on the way that Bob Melvin manages uh, the guys that he has. I just think that, you know, losing Buchter was the main key in the new, in how the A's approached the new three batter minimum. Um, and that's all that for that question. We have one more and then uh, we'll get out of here. This last one comes from Coliseum Foul Territory on Twitter, uh, and that is, what trades do you anticipate to happen before or early on in the season? Um, I think that my anticipation skills uh, aren't super good. I think that the way that the team is constructed is pretty solid right now. Could they use another reliever? Yes. Are there huge upgrades available on the trade market? Not necessarily. You'd have to wait for a team to, you know, fall out of it in order to acquire, you know, uh, Josh Hader is the guy that I have my heart set on. He's not coming to the A's, uh, but his, his name was floated around arbitration season. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy. He would be a big upgrade and he would cost a lot and that would be nice. But uh, we're going to have to wait and see, you know, how the season gets rolling and see who's pitching well and uh, attack guys from there. Like if Cleveland doesn't uh, get out of the gates running and they're looking like a third place team or a fourth place team, uh, they've got some guys that could be interesting. Like, uh, I think his name's Jake, James, uh, James Karinczyk. Uh, he had a high strikeout rate. He's also not a proven commodity at all, but, uh, he was an interesting guy that I'm targeting in fantasy leagues. Um, I haven't seen much of him. He didn't pitch that much in the majors, but, uh, he struck out a bunch of guys and he could be an interesting target if the Indians decide to, you know, pull the plug on the 2020 season and, sell some guys off he'd have a lot of control um would they move him probably not because he's got five or six years left to control so there's that um i think that the main guy that we're looking or you know the main trade will consist of the second base options uh whether or not that is trading for the actual rights to vimeo machine to keep him you know in the a system and maybe use him as a minor league option um which is something that i would love um, that would be fantastic or else he's going to be offered up to the Cubs because he was a rule five pick and, uh, then they get to keep him, and that would stink because he has shown, uh, he's shown some, some versatility, which I think would be great for the A's. He has great, uh, bat control, which I like, especially from a guy that would be playing off the bench. Um, and you know, just as a solid backup option, I like Vimeo Machin and then, uh, it, it'd be between Barreto and Mateo. I think Barreto's probably got the inside track. Um, so we'd be looking at, you know, a deal for Jorge Mateo before the season starts. So uh, that that's probably the deal that we're all looking forward to. Not looking forward to like, oh, let's get rid of him. But, you know, that's the deal that we'd be looking towards. But any other deals that would come through the pipeline, uh, we have to kind of see who, if anybody gets hurt or, you know, address needs as they come about, as opposed to, you know, anything that we have right now. Because... Like last year after Matt Olson broke his hammock bone uh, and was going to miss a little bit of time, the A's traded for Kendry's Morales. Uh, and, you know, he wasn't in the green and gold very long, but, you know, that was a trade that had to be made because of an injury. And uh, I think that those are the kinds of trades that we're going to see the A's make. And then maybe they'll make a big move uh, come trade deadline season and all that stuff. But uh, moving one of the second basemen that we have for something, a lottery pick of some sort, uh, is probably uh, the the main move that we're going to be seeing before the season starts or even into er, the early season. Um, and then up until whenever the trade deadline is, if it's still July 31st or not, I don't know. 
Uh, there's a lot of things we don't know yet as we head into uncharted territory in the baseball season and the baseball calendar. So uh, as I learn things, I will pass them along to you guys, and then we can all be very well-informed A's fans. So uh, that's going to be it for today's mailbag episode. If you have other mailbag questions that you would like answered, feel free to tweet us at LockedOnAs. You can tweet me personally at ByJasonB, or you can uh, email them to us at uh, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to be it for today. Go out there and celebrate good times, Oakland. Be safe, be clean, and uh, have a good weekend. I will talk with you guys next week.